1: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now y'all know there's no shame in my game and life has been life in lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's Network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the two million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slang Self Dog podcast listeners. You get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/slang. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com/slang. S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Angela Fields, the CEO and founder of Curly Corly Tresses. Hello, Angela. How are you, y'all? I just knew I was going to mess that up. I was going to (laughs) put, it was going to be Curl coil Tresses. I didn't think I was going to remember the why, but I did it. Yes, let's go. How are you, Angela?
0: (laughs) I am doing very well and very excited to be here with you today. And yes, you did it. You nailed that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. And so we're going to talk um, about your products, about how you got here. But before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you even got started?
0: Okay, sure. Yes. So I was in corporate America for 26 years between two different companies. And um, one was a Fortune 100, the other a Fortune 1000 company. And then I was laid off from the second company. And so I'm thinking, what am I going to spend my time doing? I wanted to take a few weeks just to, just to chill mm-hmm. and think about it. And then I reflected back on a journey I started on a year before this thing mm-hmm. happened. And what that journey was, I had chemical relaxer on my face. The cosmetologist, a licensed cosmetologist spilled relaxer and dropped her brush. And it was on one side of my face. Then she smeared it to the other side of trying to clean it off. And she didn't wipe it completely and use, a uh, uh, neutralizing shampoo over the yeah. entire area. And so I wound up having chemical burns on my face and had to go to chemical burn treatment because wow. i had, you know, the chemical burns on oh, my yes. before, slices, oozes, crust over, mm-hmm. it heals. Mm-hmm. it didn't heal on my face. So I actually went through chemical burn treatment with in cream and bandages and, and keeping it covered. And you can't be out in the sun. You can't be exposed to light. Um, to heal my face. And wow. so if I didn't know how dangerous chemical relaxers were before, yes, I damn sure knew after. And, you know, even then I hesitated on making that transition to my natural hair. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't sure, you know, I've had relaxers for so much of my life. I'm not sure how this is going to work. I'm not sure it's going to look on me.
1: Yeah. And,
0: but I stepped out there and, and started that journey. You know, initially I was going to transition into it, but, um, then I decided to do, go ahead and do the big chop. Okay. Yes. Big chop. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> go. And, and running alongside of that is I was having an increase in the number of allergies and, and allergic mm. reactions. And one of the key items that I'm allergic to is fragrance. And 96 to 98% of all U.S. hair care is fragrance and trying to find something that would work with my natural texture yeah. without fragrance was very difficult. Um, and so I shopped across the U.S. I shopped Canada and and shopped in Europe and, and found better options in Canada and Europe. But by then I knew what I needed. Yeah. So I started buying raw ingredients and just mixing up formulas in my kitchen.
1: Wow.
0: I didn't like something. I tried different formula by ingredients, tried a different way. And then I hit upon something that worked amazingly well for my hair. And I was doing this for a year before the layoff. I was perfectly content. I had friends and customer, excuse me, friends and cousins and relatives telling Mm -hmm. me, you need to to sell this. (laughs) No, I don't. I have a job. I need to use use this for my hair. (laughs) I'm solving my problem. Right. And then after being laid off uh, three weeks into it, it hit me one day that this was what I was going mm. to do. And Curly collie Tresses was born after a year in my kitchen, not even thinking about it. Yeah. And having this brand.
1: Man, the number of stories that I hear on this show about, I wasn't even trying to do this and <laughs> then purpose popped up, right? And then my like my passion my no really purpose like purpose popped up and my gift and the thing that like whatever your assignment is was right there in your hands and not even knowing that that's what it was going to be used for right like you think okay this is personally for me a lot of times it starts with working on yourself you got say often on here that um slaying self-doubt I didn't know that that was the name of it right but the inner work that I was doing on myself before this became this right was me learning how to slay my own self-doubt so that I could figure out what it is that God wanted me to do and when it hit me it was like wait a minute hold up (laughs) you mean what I've been doing working on for the last couple of years that this what you want me to that is so crazy but I got to go back to this um listen the the burn the the chemical burn and the 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 relaxer you know getting on your face and stuff we I I remember being young, like when I say young, like, I don't know, probably like seven or eight or something. And my mom used that just for me, uh, relaxing. Like it was almost like you could only, uh, you know, as a black woman, like you could, little girl, like you, your head could only be natural for like a certain period of time. It's like, once you reached a certain age, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh no, you need to do something to just straighten it out. And I remember my head broke off crazy because of of, of that. And I remember my mom saying like later on, like, I should have never put that perm in y'all head. I should have never, I should have waited. And I've gone like from natural to, you know, I've, I've done both for quite a, quite a few times, but the very last time I did it now, it could have been a mixture of all the things I did on the same day, but Mm -hmm. very last time I started to go bold at the, at the front of my head. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what the, and that is when I started locking my hair and Mm -hmm. I, I haven't gone. That was almost 20 years ago so I haven't I've been natural ever since in some form of fashion whether it's locks or my hair being cut off um Uh but it really was like this is something's in this that we should not right we should not be putting on our scalps that and like you said the scabs that we used to get that you would be like no that's just a little leftover perm
0: (laughs) (laughs) why do we think that way (laughs) it's just normal
1: Yes. And so my question is, is that um, before we get into that, like even in knowing that, like what was your initial reaction? Like once you realize like this thing that I've been putting in my hair for this amount of time, for years, right, decades at this point. This is what like when you see it for real. Like it's in your head, you don't really see. it, You just feel the scalp, you feel the burn, and you're like, oh, let's put a little oil on there, something, and you just go go on with it. But when it's on your face and you're actually able to see what it's doing, like what what was going through your head at that moment when you realized, like,
0: no, this thing actually burnt
1: me for real.
0: Yes, it did. It was like, is it penetrating to lower levels of the mm-hmm, skin? Mm-hmm. Um, is this like a, a lasting burn that's going to stay on my face? You know, I had all these kinds of questions and. But I never had those questions all those years I was having it on my scalp.
1: Right, you know, right.
0: This was normalized. But then on my face, oh, well, wait a minute, you know. Yeah. But yes, and then just stepping back a minute for what you said. For you, it was just for me. For me, it was ultra shame, You know, ultra oh, Sheen yeah. in And there my hair went quickly. Yeah. <laughs> quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: So been there too. Yeah. But yes, it was just, oh my gosh. And mm-hmm. when I was looking at my doctor and explaining to her what had happened, she says, so you pay somebody to do this to you? Mm. Well, yeah, I do. (laughs) And as you ask that question, it kind of hits me in the face with a bucket of cold water. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I've been paying people for a very long time to do this to me. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that this has happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's it, the thing about it is like when you think about our hair and what we've done over the years with it um between you know straightening combs, jury curls, flat irons, uh braids, like all the the things that happen with like perms was, is I can definitely see it's you know it's kind of venturing out. Some people still do it cuz they're just used to it, right? And that's just the kind of but even in that like some of the products that use I I think I, like I said, I ain't had a perm in over 20 years. So, um but I would think that hopefully it don't have the same chemicals. And I mean, we in 2022, like,
0: well, the containers that I've checked, they do oh, wow. the same ingredients that were there from 20 years ago. Wow. They, they are calling them different things. Now they'll say that it's just a, um, it will just alter your curl or loosen your curl, mm-hmm. modify your curl. But when mm-hmm. you turn that container around and look at those ingredients. It's the same ingredients that was in those products 20 years ago.
1: Wow, that is crazy.
0: They just don't leave it in as long.
1: Right. So oh, okay. Just, yeah. Oh, okay. So, as you went through this journey from that experience into just, you know, all, all of it that have a how has self-doubt showed up in your journey.
0: Wow. Um the f- the first thing for me really was just the natural hair. Okay. Mm. I've seen women out And I've seen some women with some amazing natural hair. And I'm like, but would mine look like that? Or Mm -hmm. should it look like that? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what I did notice is that as I would approach women and say, can you, you know, share with me, you know, how you're styling your hair, how you care for your hair. And I did notice it was more of an embracing previously, you know, years past, if you walked up and just asked someone you didn't even know, they'd kind of look at you sideways Mm -hmm. like, Excuse me, but it was this embracing. Oh, absolutely. This is what I do for my hair. This is my routine. Yeah. Um, and so it helped me to say, you know what? They did it. Maybe I can do it too. Mm-hmm. And there were some complete fails along the way. And it's like, I shouldn't even leave the apartment as I'm looking <laughs> at my hair in the mirror, but I'm meeting one of my friends for dinner or for lunch. So out I'm going. Yeah. And so it was a transition. It was a acclimation. It was getting used to it all over again and getting comfortable with it. Mm, mm-hmm. But I was helped by being able to talk to people that looked like me and they shared what they went through, you know, what their journey was. And that's a lot of the brand. A lot of my customers, I'm just sharing with them. I've been there too. Yeah, yeah. I tried that and that style was a fail or I did this and Mm -hmm. turned around it made a huge difference. Yeah. That is help because you're sharing with others who are walking that same path. Mm -hmm. There are some that are further down the path than you are and some that are behind you. You know, so they're coming along or maybe they're just starting their journey.
1: Yeah, no, that's so that's very interesting because when I, you know, like I said, I had locks for 18 years. Um, And so coming out of that, when I cut my hair, it's like, oh, I know I want to show it. I know I want And so there was a period of time, actually, um, early part of this year where I was like, I'm gonna grow it out. And. I, I did, I saw a lot of people who had very nice hair, like I want that twist out look. And then I was just like, girl. That is, it's too much work. It is not for you. <laughs> I was like, you know what? We just gonna go back short, right? But it's, it like you said, to be able to ask the question and say, "How you get your hair like that?" Like, oh, all you do is this, right? And and just like you said, like it initially with a lot of things, right? Especially, unfortunately, a, amongst Black women, a lot of times it's like this subconscious of uh, competition, right? And so I think before it was more of a like. What well, I want to tell you because I don't want you to outshine me. Or if I tell you, then you're going to take this. And now I feel like it's more of like, girl, let me tell you, let me go. Let me go ahead and share. Because if you win, I win. And then we all win. Right. right. And, and right. at the end of the day, like all of our hair textures are different. So what works for you is not going to work for me. And even if I tried, it ain't going to come out the same way, you know, but um, I think is that I, I love the fact that you were able to get that support and that uh the help from others who are going through the same thing because just like you said a lot of us go through this a lot of people go through their hair journey because your hair journey is different for everybody and then they go into wearing wigs or they stay in protective styles because they aren't sure what to do with what's actually growing out of their head so what um so kind of in doing that like once you started the business how how did self-doubt show up then? And like that transition once you were like, okay, I have this right. Like now I'm laid off. I can use this. Did any self-doubt show up in that
0: portion? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was having to get out of my comfort zone and get into that space of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on YouTube or I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook and i'm i'm sharing what normally stays in my bathroom or my mm-hmm, bedroom and mm-hmm. i'm sharing it with people that i don't even know and haven't even come across before they could be in other states other countries you, you know you just don't even know yeah so it's like you want me to open up this, <laughs> this is what i need to do open up and talk about my business open that closet door and let all that stuff fall out so yes definitely gosh they're going to think i'm weird or they're mm. going to is she up to over there or Maybe she's just doing too much. That's just more complicated than what I needed. And so it helped me to find the space. So when I'm talking to others, one of the things I want to know, well, how much time are you willing to spend or are you comfortable spending on your hair? Mm. Maybe washing goes in a shorter style is best for you and your lifestyle as opposed to, oh, I want to go all out. Um, and do all these different types of things. Okay, well then this is a better regimen for you. Then yeah, you're to do all those things. But if you need to take some shortcuts one day, this is how you can you know add that in without going through this entire transition or or feeling like you can't leave the house because you didn't do all those steps.
1: Right. Before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that is different, and you just want to get them into the lane that they're most comfortable in. And and I can share that because I've been through. It's a wash and go every time, or Mm it's a twist out every time, or it's a flat twist every time, or I want curl formers, or I want my hair flat iron. So I've gone through all of those various different lanes. So I can definitely share that. And it's just getting comfortable on camera, sharing it, um, letting others know, you know, sure. You know, I've gone through times where my hair has been thinning. So when someone is talking to me about, and they're uncomfortable, but they're saying, I've got a lot of shedding going on and Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what to do. Here's what you can do because I've been through it. Yeah. I've been through my parts are getting wider and I need to find out what happened. And ironically, the very same doctor that treated me for the chemical burn was like, um, I, you know, I did my normal panel of labs on you and you're low on, on C vitamin and D vitamin. So we need to get you on some supplements. And then it's like, well, you know, maybe that's also why my hair seems to be shedding Mm. parts are getting wider. And it's absolutely, it can be. So I've already lived all of those. And so I can definitely share. Yeah. Now, um, seeing my dermatologist two weeks ago, I had an area in my crown that was thinning. And she told me it's the CCCA. It's a type of alopecia that impacts Black women more than other women. And it starts as a circle in the crown. And then it starts spiraling outwards. And it was like, I had to sit back in the chair because I've read about this type of alopecia because I'm asked about, yeah, in general and things to do. So, and here I'm sharing it with you now that this is something I'm experiencing right now and working through with my dermatologist. Man. So th- I, when I
1: tell you, I promise, I think that sometimes people would be thinking I'd be swelling when I say God be knowing who I need to talk to on the days that I need to talk to them on this show. And it's recorded because literally that is exactly what's happening to me right now and I was talking to my sister about it and I was like I don't remember having like these bold spots when I had locks but then I was like but I had locks right and so when you think about those boxes of hair just kind of kind of being in the same space like I, I don't know, I just, I hate hair. like this, I, and I had, you know, my locks were long, so it didn't feel like nothing was thinning, but there's, like you said, these little spots that, like, it's a little circle, and I'm like, is it any hair growing out of there? I'm not sure, sometimes I see it, sometimes, and, and my, recently, my sister was like, you probably should go see a dermatologist, and so, because I keep my hair blonde, or whatever this icy platinum color is it blends in with my complexion. So I don't really notice it until I go get my hair cut. And then I'm like, dang, it's still there. So the fact that you even said that was just confirmation that I need to go make an appointment with a dermatologist.
0: You should. And she was interesting because I said, okay, and I'm going through my list of things, and then she says, was well, there anything else? Yes, I think I'm, I, I'm having an issue with thinning or, or too much shedding. And she says, Angela, you got hair sticking out of everywhere. I mean, <laughs> and my hair was like literally built up sideways, uh, like it is right now for you. And then she she said, well, let me take a look at it. And she looked and she said, oh, that's CCCA. What? And and I'd already that's read too, about it. Letters, so, lady. Well, too- <laughs> you were just saying. At- I had too much hair. And, you know, literally saying, Angela, how can you think your hair is thinning? But as soon as she saw that spot, she knew, which is what happened to me. I was filming. Mm. I was filming for some Facebook, uh, type of things. And when I leaned over to pick up something, reviewing that footage later, editing it, I'm like, why am I seeing my scalp? Mm. And so I knew I needed to follow up on it. But yes, you should. You should. Because you have options. Um, and Starting sooner is always better than putting it off. It's just really, really, um, really bad. So yeah,
1: and and just in having this conversation as we, you know, one of the thoughts that came up for me is like we have a tendency, which is this whole slang self-doubt, it goes into the same thing, is that instead of having conversations about what's going on, we make these assumptions that, you know, oh, I'll just wait till later, or it's not that serious, or maybe we assume it's something. So let me just go to the because that's what I was doing. I was like, let me go get some uh, Jamaican castor oil, put it, (laughs) put it on these spots, right? And I'm just like, it worked for my eyebrows, right? Because I went, and I seen my esthetician, and she was like, "Girl, yeah, your eyebrows then grown back." I said, "Okay," but it's not working in my hair. Like that's what I'm thinking to myself, and so, but it, it just made me think in this moment that like this is the importance of having these type of conversations and bringing this stuff to the forefront because we are, we literally, we make jokes about it on social media when we have memes to say we literally live the same lives. Before social media, everybody in the black community grew up in the same exact way. There was no way like how did y'all know that everybody had the same the, the same upbringing. Right. But then when you get to a place when you're able to share and we have an abundance of information out here, we're still in this space of like your business is your business. Don't share that with anybody else. Keep it to yourself and lacking that vulnerability. So like that's why I said, when I have these moments where I'm just like, dang, that's me too. Like you having these conversations are so important, even if it's just your hair, because a lot of people identify themselves by their hair, like their identity is in their hair, in their how long it is, how short it is, what it looks like. And so um when you are talking to women, because I've seen a lot of, you know, nowadays a lot of people are doing a lot of black women are doing going very natural, right? And so when you're seeing people who are um trying to decide whether or not to make that transition or not right because of those same thoughts like what is it going to look like you know how do I show up in certain places that are not used to us having this natural hair right like when I was working in corporate America I was the only person who had locks and I would always get like how do you just take those out and put them back in or <laughs> I had somebody ask me when I perm my edges and I was just like no my stylist has a great she she's heavy-handed and so I was like well so when she relocks my head it's really tight I was like no I don't but it's because we don't know right and people don't know um but how are you encouraging people as they're ready to make that transition from you know the creamy crack to natural (laughs) hair?
0: yes (laughs) but one of my first questions is are you do You have more patience because mm. maybe transitioning is okay for you, but if you don't have that patience, then maybe you just need to do the big chop and make that move. Mm. And, you know, and I explained both have their advantages. If you're doing that transition, you get time to try and start figuring out what's the new type of hair coming out and being able to see the differences of it, and you can start learning some of those different types of twist out styles or Bantu knots mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature as that growth is happening. And then on the flip side, if you make that, you know, you do the big chop, you have less hair that you need to deal with initially so that you can best learn those techniques. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about detangling. Okay. Let's talk about making sure you're getting your product through the full length of your hair, because if you're just quickly touching your, 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 your hands to your hair, then you're not getting that nourishment on all aspects of your hair. But if you're starting with shorter hair, yeah. it's easier to learn those techniques and then kind of, you know, develop and grow as your hair is growing.
1: Yeah. So
0: they both have their, um, have their uh, pros and they both have cons as well. So it's really which person sounds more like you, but you can also just start the transition, which is what I did mm-hmm. and after I had about two inches of new growth. And I realized I had had some breakage in back where the virgin hair met the old relaxed hair, which mm-hmm. is the most rapid point. I was not going to do a wraparound to protect it. I went ahead and did the big chop. And by the time she finished trimming, it was about an inch and a half of hair. that mm. was the So I, The
1: one thing that I can definitely say that I love about this conversation, too, is that it's the education, right? Like, it's not just about like, get my product. It's going to do this to your head. And that's it. It's really about... Like you said, like it's individualized and it is for you, meant for you. What like you, when you immediately when you said how much time you want to spend on your head, right? And me, I would say none. Of our, I don't, I don't want to spend no time on my head. I, I just, I don't, I don't. You know, I have sons. One is they both want to grow their hair out and so that's annoying because I was like we don't even have combs like how do we like <laughs> how do we get here right and but but you know I'm like hair's hair I'm all for you know whatever but it's like making that adjustment like when I cut my hair I was like oh I got to get a brush and I have to make sure that I'm you know greasing or oil in my hair every day because with locks i i didn't really do anything right just was like eh, it got my head done and that's the end of that um so i love the education piece of it because for me i'm learning right now like okay let me go look this up because i know already say i wrote it down ccca let me go find a dermatologist okay <laughs> okay so what have you learned about yourself on this journey that you didn't know before
0: I'm stronger than what I realized mm. because um, the natural hair journey is, is a journey in and of itself, um, but also entrepreneurship is a journey. And you learn Preach. a about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm stronger than what I thought I was. Look, look at all these things I've accomplished. Now mm. it's easy to say, oh, I did that wrong. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. And to formulate that list, but if you focus on what you did right
1: mm. and
0: just that historical trend, then you realize and you wake up. And, um, it's like, okay, you know, while I can so easily talk about what I've done wrong, I can indeed. And different individuals that I've worked with over the years, um, have, have helped me to better understand, to focus on what I did right. And those mm. are the of things that I can share, whether it was regarding natural hair, whether it was going tra- entrepreneurship, or whether it's, it's involving a beauty brand specific, you know, having yeah. a beauty brand. So yes, um, definitely. Uh, the strength, the patience, uh, the continuity, you got the consistency. These are all the things that you need to do to be successful really at anything.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's true. You know, at being a mother, at being a spouse, at being uh, a a business owner.
1: Yeah.
0: Your natural hair. Yes.
1: Yes. No, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, So one of the other questions I was going to ask is that because, you know, I, I said, preach when you said <laughs> about realizing how strong you are in all in, in in your life journey right what advice would you give to somebody who is in their either entrepreneurship journey or in their head journey uh to keep them f- to go keep continue to go forward because we know you do one thing with your head and I listen I still have my locks and there's some days where I'd be like how much would it cost for me to get them reattached <laughs> and put back in my head and then you know I I can go back because I'm used to that, right? The comfort of that. Or for those people to say, I don't, I don't know if I entrepreneurship is not re- presenting the results that I want right here, right now. I'm just forget it. I'm not even going to worry about it, and I'm just going to go back to work. Now there's some people who go back to work and say I need to because of my family, but I'm also going to do this both. I'm talking about the people who are just like, I'm done with that. I know I'm just going to go backwards. What advice would you have for them?
0: My first thing is keep going. You always want to keep people in your circle, people who are supportive of you and will mm. tell you the truth, will be honest. You don't need someone just, you know, just going along with it um, and, and not really being truthful and honest with you. But you want to keep people in your circle and for different purposes. So you want those that are on your spiritual side, those yep. who are your friends that you can hang out with, but you know, still they are in your circle. And it you also need people in your circle. Who can give you the counsel and the advice on what to do next?
1: Mm.
0: Maybe they're not someone that you talk to all the time. Maybe they're not local, or maybe it's just not someone you have access to all the time. Yeah, it's someone that you can reach out to as needed. Because you know, I've got this situation where I'm struggling with this, and so this is like your lifeline, if you will, someone who's further down the path, who's been through more things than maybe what you've been through. Yeah, in, you know, you're focusing in on, and so it is somebody that you can reach out to whether it's once a month or once a quarter or just informally you know whenever yeah. you can reach out to them and get that advice but you, but you need people all at, for different purposes and for different reasons but they should all be in your circle of influence i i i just emphasize that importance of individuals that you can reach out to on a friendly level on a business level someone who can actually be your coach mm-hmm. uh, what is Formal coaching relationship or informal. You need types in your circle of influence.
1: I love that. So one of the things that you just said, I actually a person popped into my head as soon as you said it, like a person who's further along than you are on your journey that you can go to, for advice in that moment right and i have a friend that's like that you know every now and again we, can, we don't it's not an everyday conversation but when i'm in like this a certain type of headspace, i be like i gotta call her you know like i need her to and it's a multi right because it's also spiritual but it's also business because i know she will pray with me she will pray for me um and she will make sure that i She's like okay and now when we had the conversation go get to work right and so she also holds me accountable and sometimes like you said you need to have all of those people in your circle, so that everybody can't be like, "Yes, girl, go ahead and go and do it." You, you, sometimes you need to be like, "Uh, you want run that? Let's think about that one more time before before <laughs> we before we press go." Okay, like, you sure this is what you want to do? Like, you know, just to give you some accountability. So I definitely love that. So let's talk about curly, coily tresses. Oh, I did it again, y'all twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I want to know what sets you apart? There are so many products, right? And and let me tell you, black owned women products out here for your hair care, right? Because I be out here like, yes, who? Uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay, okay. Uh huh. Um. L- let's talk about the products. Let's talk about all all things curly, coily, trusses three times.
0: Okay. Let's go. All right. <laughs> So what makes us stand out from the rest? Uh, we have an all-natural signature blend of moisturizers and humectants. So they help with moisturizing your hair. They help with bringing moisture into your hair, drawing it, and mm. keeping such that you can take that dry, breaking, and shedding hair and transition that into soft, healthy, strong, and growing curls because we want you looking and feeling amazing every single day. So with the, with the products that we have and with the ingredient blends, um, you can keep your hair moisturized for like seven days straight. Cause that's generally the cycle that I like to recommend for my customers mm. to be on as far as when they're going through that next wash. But yes, that's what makes us unique, our all natural signature blend.
1: Oh, wow. So when you're saying seven days straight, you mean like you put it in on a Sunday, your hair is still moisturized to the
0: following Saturday? To so that yeah, to that following Saturday, yes. Really? And, uh, What makes the difference is when you're going through your shampoo process and you're rinsing and you're done shampooing, because you may shampoo twice, you know, it just Mm really depends. So you want to get our Enriched Moisturizer onto your hair when your hair is still water-saturated. Okay. using a towel or a T-shirt to partially dry, You want to get that enriched on your hair while your hair is still water saturated, because what you will immediately see the difference in when you step out of the shower after just having rinsed your hair, you've got water dripping everywhere. If you don't put it. Yes. Yes. Why you're using that towel or a T-shirt to catch Mm -hmm. the water, Um, but your towel or T-shirt, they don't need the water, but your hair does. And what enriched moisturizer will do this, this benefit, this kick it up a notch that it will do for you is to get the moisturizer onto your hair. And when you come out of the shower, then you won't have water dripping everywhere and it won't be dripping everywhere because it will be penetrating into your hair, which is where you need the water and the nutrients to be to make that real difference in the moisture level of your hair and the overall health of your hair. That is the real difference. That's that, that focus point that I emphasize when I'm talking about the products. Yes. yes, and I have some videos on my YouTube channel where I'm doing half and half. So I've done done p- a- applied the enrich onto that water saturated hair on one side and I mm. came out of the shower on the other. and you can see water running everywhere on the one half and it's not running anywhere on the other half. And then after an hour and then after two hours, seeing the difference in one half of my head compared to the other, that is really what's telling. Because this other side becomes very dry and yeah. crispy, it starts uh, shrinking rapidly. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the nice sheen on the other side, and um, it is still doing some shrinking because I have a tighter curl pattern, but not the same amount that it's doing on that on, on the that other t- side, right? Other side. Yeah, that yeah. Other side. that's the real difference. So it's the signature blend of ingredients that we have, getting the enriched moisturizer onto your water saturated hair without okay. or t-shirt drying. Um, And then you're going to get that, that soft, moist, strong um, hair, um, those healthier and stronger curls, you know, and so, and then you're using your satin scarf or bond. It Mm could be satin or silk scarf, bonnet or pillowcase at night. So that's keeping cotton away from your hair because Mm -hmm. cotton is very drying. Personally, I use a scarf and a pillowcase because I'm using serums, different types of creams on my face. And just as cotton will dry your hair out and dehydrate your hair, it will do the same to your face. And mm. so I do two things, two levels of protection, so that I can keep the serums that I'm using on my face and keep the moisture in my hair. Yeah. yeah. And also you don't need to do nightly remoisturizing. When you're moisturizing properly on your on your wash day, you don't need to do that nightly remoisturizing where you're adding more product to your hair. Um, and so that avoids that risk of buildup that you can get. Oh um, yes, yes and see, and also I am a strong proponent of shampooing as opposed to co-washing. It is one thing if you just co-wash every now and then, or because you needed to transition your style and you didn't have time to do a shampoo. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that I understand. But what happens when you're constantly adding more product to your hair is you're at risk of buildup. Yeah. Buildup can prevent your hair from actually absorbing moisture. Mm. and Also where shampooing is very important understand co-washing can have a place but my concern are individuals who may only want to co-wash and not shampoo those are the individuals that are, are really at risk of of having product build up and then getting dry hair because nothing else can penetrate
1: right right so I have a because I'm thinking about my own hair and then I told you my oldest son is growing his hair out and um he has locks and um Child, that's a whole nother because he got tickets <laughs> <laughs> um but i was looking on your website and i so i wonder one of the questions i had was about the i see the enriched moisturizer and so then the other question was about the serum and the deep conditioner what is the difference well i know what serum is but when would you use those
0: oh absolutely yes so nourish um uh, nourish treatment which is our deep conditioner and i will also know oprah winfrey the open magazine Noted. Our nurse treatment is top nineteen for four C hair care. So I just okay. want to pull that plug yes. in right there. <laughs> yeah, I got an Oprah. now. <laughs> like, hold on, this... like,
1: like, oh, hold, on, hold, on gotta hold on. touch her. You know? <laughs> I mean, this is about. I ain't gonna say it's about this. This is getting me closer to so actually. Okay, but yes. Okay, you get hit Oprah's list. That is. That's a yeah. stamp right there. That's a stamp.
0: I was running around screaming everywhere. You know, somebody could have thought, there's a crazy woman over here. I don't know what she's screaming about. But yes, I did. But back to nourish treatment. Yes, this is very good as a pre-shampoo or a post-shampoo treatment. Mm. So either one is going to help with nourishing. Generally, if you, you know, you get into the shower, you do your shampooing, now you're going to do your deep conditioner. Well, what I normally do is that's the time I'm going to do my shaving and any other things that can extend that time that yeah. the is on my hair or else I just put a plastic cap on and I come out of the shower and I steam or do some body heat to help it penetrate. But if you don't want to have to come out of the shower and then go back in, that's also where you can do it as a pre-shampoo treatment mm. so you apply it to your to your dry hair. You do, you do want to put a cap on like a plastic cap or something, use some heat or some steam, and then you can transition to the shower and start your shampooing process. And even though you're doing it before you shampoo, it still makes a difference in the health of your hair. So that is where nourish treatment comes in. That's our deep conditioner, enrich what we've So already-
1: Wait a minute. Would you still put the enrich more, the leave-in conditioner in it afterwards, or this would be in place of it?
0: You would still, because you want something to be left into your products. Okay. Hair. Okay. So yes, you would still use the enriched, and 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 just as you say that, I do have a few customers that prefer to use the nourish, the deep conditioner, as their leave-in because mm. they like the feel of their hair. Well, I hadn't tried that before, but I tried it on my hair, and it didn't work out so well for me because I have a finer strand of hair.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So doing this they had a coarser texture so their hair was a bit stronger a bit heavier yeah so it works out very well for them. but it, you know it helped me to try something and to see so if I'm asked again the question will be is you are you coarser or finer and mm. that's the difference mm. and then you also ask, asked about the organic pumpkin seed oil so this is our our, um, our this is our strengthener our nourisher um, so you can use this, think about hot oil treatments that you may want to do, or okay. if you want to seal the hair, maybe you have a higher porosity hair, and you want to use the pumpkin seed oil on top of Enrich as an extra layer mm-hmm. to protect hair from losing that moisture during the day. But, but pumpkin seed oil is our soothing, strengthening, and protecting scalp and hair treatment.
1: Listen, y'all, I'm, I'm, it's the education for me, okay, because I'm over here like... What is my hair lacking? Like? And it made me think of like, you know, even though I have short hair, you still have a routine of what you are doing. And when I transitioned to um, after I cut out my cut, my hair, did, when I did the big chop, I struggled with trying to figure out, like, what kind of products do I use in my hair? Because it just I, I didn't know. Like, I never once I reached a certain length, I didn't wash my hair at home. It just was too much. So I went to the hairdresser. So for I don't know, probably 15 years. I never washed my own hair. So to have to do it was like, so we don't use head and shoulders? Like, what do we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do what, I can't just buy? Oh, you know, before I, you know, back in the day, motions was what, uh, it was the hair hair products for us right. like that? I remember that, and I was like, I don't think that people are using this. So I've tried all types of stuff, and my husband's like, if you buy one more thing, and I'm like, I think I have to figure out what works. Like, is my hair feeling dry? Is it, you know, because I color my hair, like it has to stay moisturized. So when you say that, like seven days straight, I literally put grease in my hair every day because I'm like, I don't want it to break off I don't want the bleach to dry my hair out and so knowing that there's a product out here that lets my hair stay moisturized for seven full days sign me
0: up <laughs> okay yeah, so, you know, protect your hair from that cotton at night yes you hide your hair with enriched while it's still water saturated and you haven't even left the shower yet okay So get that enriched you want to rub it you want to massage it through because you know When I think about it for a minute with my male customers, generally my male customers only need to use Enriched. Some also like using the organic pumpkin seed oil for its ability with hair growth Mm -hmm. um, because of the difference in it. But the men usually tell me that the products remind them of what they used to be able to get a lifetime ago at the beauty supply store before the ingredient quality was cheapened and the fragrances were Mm -hmm. added. But Um, Generally for them, it's just enriched moisturizer because they may not be dying their hair or doing any type of chemical. But if you are, I definitely encourage the nourish treatment, the pumpkin seed oil, but then the enriched. But applying it while your hair is still water saturated, massaging it through so that you're getting it to all levels of your hair, all the way down to the root, and then protecting from cotton nightly. And then you're going to get those seven days straight of moisturized hair. You'll be ready for your next wash day, and then start that process again.
1: Yes, Yep. Like I said, it's the Angela. This was awesome. I'm I'm literally over here. Like now, let me go look at my head and see. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you have you have definitely uh, educated us. You shared your story with us. Where can people find you? Where are your products sold? Where, like, we need to know all the information.
0: Okay. So uh, you can come to my website which is curlycoilytresses.com again that's curlycoilytresses.com if you're having trouble with the spelling of it you can always just say Angela Fields and hair and you're going to get a hit on my website and social media. I know that's right. I, I also <laughs> have I also have a private Facebook group that is Brown Girls with Moisturized Curls. In that group I do lives, I do events, I announce sales um I have resources. Um, um, I have, if you're in, if you love to DIY, I have a, a document in our guide section, which is four ways to deep, DIY deep condition. Mm. I have what's the best way to get seven days straight of moisturized curls in um, the foods, the 19 best foods to moisturize, to make sure you're getting that nutrients in your hair on a daily basis. So you can see which foods are the best ones to eat. So those are, are free resources right in the group. Yeah. Um, I do lives. I do curl talks where you can ask questions, get some consultations. So then there's the website. Also, we are available in the San Francisco area. There is a salon, um, the organic salon, the, the organic style, excuse me, in San Francisco. So that is a physical location where you p- could purchase our products. Um, available in the Tampa area in a health food store, Abby's Health and Nutrition. But then on other e-commerce sites, Black and Green, Mm -hmm. um, our products are available there. Um, Ebony's Essentials is another website where our products are available as well. But again, you can always just come to curlycoilytresses.com and you can purchase from there. um, So you can learn more about the products, letting you know how to use them. And taking any kinds of questions that you may have, you can also reach out over email angela at curlycoilytresses um, as well. So definitely have ways for you to reach us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube as well.
1: Yes. Okay, y'all. So um, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and speak it into existence. You know, she already got the open nod. So next gotta be talking, y'all. Like we got. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get it out here so we can we can be in target so you know that's that once you make it that that's the second second oprah's first okay that's actually <laughs> the highest okay the next is the next is target okay but yeah. we're claiming all of that i'll put all that information in the show notes so that you guys can um get connected to angela and curly Corley Tresses and get these products so that um if, if you were educated like i was educated today I can guarantee you, it's probably going to do wonders for your hair, Angela. Thank you so much for coming on the show, for sharing your story, and again, educating us about our hair, what we need. I'm, I am in awe, and and telling me about this C C C A, right? Yes. C C yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm making an appointment today. <laughs>
0: ahead and do that, and and get with a brown or a black derm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right. you have you're in DMV. You have plenty. To yes. Oh, America's yeah. Test. You
1: know, I, everything is the, the black gyn, black PCP. We we going we going that way. Oh, all, all, all the all the time.
0: All right. It has been an absolute pleasure. Have enjoyed this. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
1: You are so welcome. Thank you.